You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome to our podcast and all of our returning listeners and subscribers. Thank you so much for continuing to ride with us on this podcast journey. Eddie, how are you feeling today? Today is one of those days, you know, usually people like to point out the days that, oh man, today's been like a drag yeah. or, you know, you have those moments at work where it just, you feel like you've been there for 12 hours and it's been 12 minutes. Today <laughs> was the complete opposite. Today yeah. was one of those days where the day literally just flew by. And there are times where that's a good thing. There's times where that's a bad day, a bad thing. But today was one of those days that I was just so appreciative that it was time for me to get out of my office and head <laughs> over here. So I am feeling great. How is everything with you? Yeah, everything is great. Um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. When these days fly by, um, I think for me, it's usually you know one of the busiest days, right? Yeah. When the time is flying, you're like really involved in doing a lot of things. And um, you know, this has been a crazy week for me as well. But I am very excited to yeah. be here and um, you know, just able to speak to just another special guest. Last week we had Thrive Worship. It was awesome to dive into that conversation with them. And this week we have another very special guest that we are so excited um that's on our pod today, and we know that. Each and every one of our listeners are going to be blessed by this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And let's just jump right into it. So please welcome to the God Life Culture podcast, Leanna Crawford. Leanna, please say hello to our listeners. Hey, what's up? Thank you guys so much for having me. I love this. <laughs> and thank you for taking out of your time to be with us. Um, you know, it's we know you've been busy. We know there's a lot going on. Um, and just by you being here with, today with us, we're really appreciative of that. Um, and we always love to start off our episodes with asking our guests a question that some people find it easy. Some people find it daunting, uh, but it's a great way for our listeners to become familiar uh, with who you are and your personality and all that great stuff. Um, so I'm just going to ask. Uh, who is Leanna Crawford? Oh, wow. That feels like it could be like very deep too. <laughs> I feel like that's a deep, we're just like getting right into it. I love, <laughs> I love that. You guys are like, we're going to, we're going for it. Well, I, I appreciate getting to be on and um, this is so fun. So thank you guys for taking the time. Um, who is Leanna Crawford? Wow. Uh, well, Leanna Crawford <laughs> is a, from, I'm from the Northwest, um, and I grew up on a on a farm uh, with horses. So I grew up um, taking care of horses, like that was my job all the way from like through high school. Um, so my my two loves were were music, and anytime I got to sing, and I started riding in high school, and then also horses. Um, so I I taught lessons, I, I trained, and I also like competed and did all that thing. That was like my sport, so I loved that. Um, I'm like super thankful to get to do music. I love like even like and y'all, you know, talking about your days and how like some days fly by and that's such a good thing. And then sometimes it's like, you know, 12 minutes feels like or 
feels like you've been there like 12 hours and like you've only done like 12 minutes, which I just like find that like so true. Like I feel like I'm getting to do my like dream and I'm so grateful to get to, to write songs and to sing and, and to do shows live. It's like, what, what is life? Like, that's so cool. But then there's still days that I'm like, man, this really isn't fun. <laughs> and like, and like some days I'm like, okay, this song just will not like, I just, whatever I do, like the song is just not coming. But then like, even today it was kind of like a, a special day. Like I just came from a write and I was like, that was just like, it was super fun. Like we'd like push through and it felt like it flew by. And I was like, those are the, those are the good days. But even in like my, my doing my dream, it's also like, okay, there's some days that are great. There's some things I love about this and some things that I'm like, I could live without that, but it's all important. <laughs> it's all good. And it just makes me more grateful for the, for the good days. But um, yeah, I love, I love music. Uh, I love my family. Um, this is, yeah. I love getting to have conversations and, and meet new people, even if it's over uh, like a podcast. I think this is so special. Awesome. And we're so grateful that you are on with us today. And we want to dive into your music um, and just, you know, hear your heart behind the music and, you know, the process and all of that great stuff. And, you know, your most recent single, um, you know, is is great. And, you know, I mean, we've all heard the phrase forgive and forget. And I think in your latest single, What You Can't Forget, you challenge that phrase, which I love. And in the song, you even ask the question, how do you forgive what you can't? forget. And, you know, I would like for you to just take um, a moment to speak on the message behind this song and why you chose to tackle a topic like forgiveness. You know, there's so many different types of song topics and themes that, you know, you can choose from as a creative person. And, you know, sometimes there are these challenging topics and themes that, you know, some people like to stay away from or it's too personal. And I think forgiveness is just one of those themes that's super powerful and you chose to write about it. So can you bring us mm -hmm. to, you know, the message of what you can't forget? Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I, I mean, I, I, I grew up in church. I grew up knowing that, that I was supposed to forgive when, you know, mm -hmm. when someone hurt me or, you know, if, if, if something happened, a situation I knew I was supposed to forgive, but that's like, a lot harder for me than I think it was just like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to forgive. It's a Sunday school answer. Like, that's just like, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to do that, but it's like, it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to forgive. And it's like hard. And I, and I realize that especially like I'm in my twenties now and just, there are things that I hold on to and I won't even realize that I haven't like forgiven someone or, or whatever, you know, I haven't forgiven someone. And then like this, this kind of bitterness comes up in my heart and I'm like, Oh, I don't really like that, that person, but it's really hard for me to forgive. Cause I'm, I've been like holding on to this. And, and so the, the forgiving what you can't forget is the, the title is actually inspired by a book that I did not write, <laughs> but I was, I was reading and uh, it's by an author by the name of Lisa Turkhurst and her title is forgiving what you can't forget. And I'm actually, um, I, I was on tour with her a little while ago and I'll go back on tour with her here in a couple of weeks. Um, but this book like really challenged me because she was saying that she studied like hours and hours, like I think maybe a thousand hours or more, even more than that, like studying the Bible and trying to find a loophole to forgiveness and mm -hmm. like, well, you know, what if this person, you know, you know, cheated on me or what if this person, you know, like, you know, said like, you know, took me, you know, 
brought my name through the mud. Like, is there a loophole there or do I still have to forgive them? And, and like, she was like, I was really challenged by that and just the idea. And I, I found that like something that she had said that was so powerful is like, what I like, I will, I forgive, like I'm choosing to forgive, but it doesn't mean that like all the feelings go away, but it also means that like, I'm trusting that like God covers the rest. And I love that too, of like, maybe, maybe I don't have the, maybe I don't have the strength to forgive, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to choose forgiveness. And then God's going to like, help me like help cover the rest. And it's the reason why there's no loophole. The reason why God wants us to forgive. And that's what I'm learning is like, he doesn't want us to hold on to bitterness because then we're literally in, in prison to, to bitterness instead of like walking in freedom. And it's so funny. Cause like I can recognize bitterness in other people. And, and then I like look at myself and I'm like, Oh, I like kind of recognize me in that. And I don't want to be that way. So anyways, that's kind of a, a little bit of the backstory behind it. But, um, but yeah. yeah. I love that. And one of the lyrics that I really love and, and just listening to the song is when you say, and someday my healing will come and wounds become scars when placed in your hands. Mm. Can you bring us to that moment, you know, when you're talking about wounds becoming scars when mm. placed in God's hands? Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like the incredible, like, I, I think that's just the power of, of him. It feels like impossible to me sometimes that like the, the things I'm feeling now or the things I've felt, the bitterness that I've felt, it's like, no, truly, like I continue to like put it in his hands and like, I'm going to look back on it years from now, months from now and see that like, oh, those are just scars now. And now I can use those to like encourage others and say like, Hey, you know, like God's, God's got you, not just because that's, you know, what the Sunday school answer, but because of he truly does. And something I love to do is I love to journal and I'm not great at doing it every single day, but I try to like keep a consistent journal and I pray a lot and I, but I, I date the, my, my journal entries and that's like how I pray. And, um, and one of my favorite things to do is like go back and look on my previous journal entries and I don't even realize sometimes, but then I'll like go back and read and I'm like, Oh God answered this prayer. And I didn't even realize that. And so I think, especially when I've had like unforgiveness and I've had bitterness in my heart, um, I've, I've been able to like, you know, look back on that years later. And it, there's been times and it's like, it's, it's like, maybe other people feel this way. It's like hard to admit, but like, I don't like admitting that I've held on to bitterness or I've like felt like, like this, you know, this anger towards, towards a person, but then the more I pray about it, the more I give it to God, sometimes I don't even realize, but like the next time someone brings up their name, I I don't feel that way to them, like towards them anymore. And like, that's what like God does. And like, that's the power of healing. It's like the, the impossible, like he truly does the impossible. And like, I want to be, you know, someone that, that is, that is quick to forgive. Um, but I'm not always that way, but, uh, but I do fully believe that like the more, the more we can put those into, into God's hands, the more we can put our hurt and our bitterness. Like I know that he like turns it around. And, and I know that like the wounds that you have that like feel deep, the bitterness that you're holding on to, like will become a scar. And like, it will like, like down the road, even if it's like days or weeks or months, or maybe even it takes years, but like that will become a scar. And like, you'll be able to use that for his kingdom. Amen. And I think that, you know, even like following the same train of thought about forgiveness and forgetting and, you know, the crazy thing is you're speaking about how sometimes, you know, there, there comes a point where God has done the work in you that 
the person's name comes up or even you come across the person and you no longer feel that negative feeling or that anger or that hurt or whatever, um, you know, and it brings me back to a moment in my life where um, I was going through the same situation, a similar situation in which I felt hurt by something that someone did and said about uh, said about me and to me, uh, you know, that whole mess uh, that sometimes happens um, and having to be like, Lord, I need you to really like work in my heart with this because it was to the point where if I was to see the person, it was like, I saw red, <laughs> I was upset yeah. instantly. Uh, and I remember this one time in the middle of the service, somebody was reading Bible scripture and they went to first Corinthians chapter 13. It was speaking about love. And by the time I finished reading the, the scripture, it was as if that's what my heart needed a reminder about what true love is um, and what God's love looks like as well. And, you know, sometimes it'll happen in an instant like that. Other times it'll happen in different ways because God works in everybody differently. Uh, but the idea of forgiving and forgetting is a concept that everybody is familiar with, but it's tough to process and tough to like really go through the motions for that, especially, you know, when I think about your song, Mean Girls, um, and how powerful it is and the message that comes with it as well, what it does to me is that it reminds me of that a lot of times the mean girls or the mean guys or whoever was the one that did the hurting, they walk away from the situation forgetting about it. And we're the ones that are hurt. <laughs> we're the ones that have to carry all this baggage and all this burden um, and then have to go to God to ask him, you know, help me. Help me find my worth, like your your song says, um, as well. So what was the motivation in putting together that song? And I mean, I feel like the question is obvious, but, you know, maybe you can share a little bit about, you know, have you ever been affected negatively by someone's words? Oh, for sure. And I, I think it's like for sure. And and I think I I look at that song and even writing it, it's very like, it's, it's interesting to write a song like that. And it, it feels very like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sharing a little bit of like my heart and I've, I've felt, you know, hurt. Like the first time when, yeah, the first time I really like remember it. And I feel like it's so interesting, like negative things that like people say to us or about us, like you don't mm -hmm. forget those things. It's like, you yeah. know, people say, say some, you know, something encouraging to you. Um, and you know, you'll, you, it'll make you feel good, but then you'll forget that. But like, you remember exactly where you were when that person, like, you know, called you a name or, or said this or made fun of you or whatever. And like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a funny memory, but it was just an interesting like moment of like, I was like eight years old hanging out with one of my friends and she made a comment about my weight. And I had never like eight year old Leanna had never like thought about like her weight, like really hadn't. And I just remember being like, I was crying and and it was interesting because she probably didn't really mean anything by it. Like maybe she was, you know, trying to like, she wasn't trying to be like cruel. Maybe, maybe she was, <laughs> but, um, but it was interesting because like that, those words like shifted, like how I thought and how I looked at myself. And then there's been, you know, moments after that where people have said something, but then it kind of became this thing of like, I, I, I've believed lies about myself. And I realized that even the, the meanest person to to me, the one that like is always like myself. Like I don't talk to myself very nice. Like I don't. I'm not very kind. And as a child of God, like I don't think He wants me talking to myself that way. And that's how I feel about like I think we inside our heads sometimes say things and tell ourselves lies, um, whether it's you know out of insecurity or you know it's this false humility, humility or whatever it is. Like I, I I want to have this confidence in Christ and like knowing who I am and knowing my worth in Him. 
but there's been times where I've, you know, believed the lies that I've said about myself. And also I, I know that I've like, I, you know, I wrote that song, but it's also this like humbling moment of like, I know that I've said things to, to hurt people. Like, and I've, you know, not, I've, I've tried to be kind with my words, but I know that like, I've said things that have been hurtful to my best friend, like my sister, you know, like, and that's, we all say things and we can't escape words. Like, I think that's something that like, I I don't think we escape, but like, I think the reason why the Bible talks so much about the power of words is, is because like, we're, you know, we should be conscious of, of what we're speaking and how we're speaking and, and quick to apologize too, if we have said something. Um, but that was definitely like a huge, you know, heart behind the song is just like, Hey, like I've not always gotten it right, but words have also affected me in, in negative ways, but also positive ways. And I think, I, to be on this like roller coaster ride of like, someone said something nice, someone said something mean. I like have tried and I I want to be the type of person that's like not affected by either. Like, I just want to know like my worth comes from scripture and like, and listen to those promises and read those promises. Cause, cause truly like that's where, you know, those are the words I should be listening to and defining myself by. So, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a little bit about Mean Girls. Yeah. And I love that because I think songs like, you know, Mean Girls and songs like that you put out um, definitely cause the listener to self-reflect. Right. And I love how you acknowledged, yes, there are individuals that may say things and their words may hurt us. Yes, we may um, say things even you know about ourselves and the way we, we treat ourselves and the way we speak about ourselves. But it is also, you know, very possible that we were the one to hurt someone else with our words, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that, you know, can be hard to confront sometimes that hard truth that, yes, it's possible that I may have said something to hurt someone, to bring someone pain, you know, so I think listening to a song like this definitely um, just gets the listener to self-reflect and think about their words and think about the things that that they say and, and just how impactful you know, um, these words really are. And, you know, you not only, you know, put out this song, Mean Girls, but you also recorded a new version and you have Ja'Kalen Carr on um, this song. And, um, you know, the music video is up on your YouTube channel and it shows both of you in the studio working on the song. And it really looked like you guys were having a good time. It seemed genuine. It seemed um, like, you know, you really enjoyed working together. What was it like to work with Ja'Kalen on this song? Oh, well, I am a huge fan. I love her. Um, It really was a blast. Like she came up to Nashville um, and we recorded the song and it was just really cool to like be there. She was just, she was so kind and humble. um, But she also like, she's a hard worker and she is like crushing it. Um, So I'm, I'm a fan of, a fan of her and um I, I love her she's like since then just been like really sweet and has sent like really kind texts like out of the blue and just like hey love how you doing and I was like wow I just like love that you're amazing so I I loved it I was honored that she um decided to to sing on the song and put her voice on the song and uh it was really neat to to hear like why she decided to do that and and she was excited about the message and the heart of it um and and she's a, a big believer in like in in words and the power of words and, and encouraging you know in, encouraging each other and and also like you know knowing your worth in Jesus and so that was that was really special for sure uh, so very very grateful that was like uh, yeah that was that was really fun. 
Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, one thing we're always talking about on this podcast is collaboration and the idea of working together and working with, you know, like-minded individuals and people who get it. And um, I think it definitely came across in the video. It definitely came across in the song. Um, And I even think it was just an awesome moment, um, you know, to have the both of you just singing about the power of words and, and its impact. And, um, you know, in, in looking and, and listening to your music, one of the songs that, um, I was first introduced to, um, you know, and to your ministry and listening to this song was the truth I'm standing on. And, um, I love that song, love the video. And it's a very honest and open song. And I think, um, you know, so many people relate to it because they relate to the words, the lyrics and and the theme of the song and just, you know, talking about um, dealing with anxiety and restlessness and finding the truth in all of that. And, you know, one of my favorite lines is when you say, um, good, I believe you're still good, even when life's not good. Mm. I still have this hope. So I want you to take a minute to talk to those who may feel hopeless right now and may feel like, you know, the struggles in their life have weakened their faith. They're having a hard time believing in God. They're having a hard time believing that God is good because they feel like their life is not good. What do you say to those people? Oh, man. I mean, first of all, I think it's I think there's a a, a part of that, like a part of me that's like like. God is good. And like all the time, like God is good. And and he truly is. But like, how do you tell that to someone without saying like, without sounding like, Oh, like you got this, you know, life's just going to be fine. Like whoop-de-doo. When like, literally like life is like not always good. And it like is a bummer. And that's, I think to, to still like honor someone's feelings and like what someone's going through. Like if, if you're, you know, if your mom or your dad has cancer or you have cancer, like that's not, that's not a, you know, just a, a whoop de doo like happy day. Like that's like a real legit thing. And there, and there's, you know, there's big stuff like that. And there's, you know, there's, there's so many things that, that we go through. There's, you know, whether it's financial trouble or, or losing a job or feeling like you, you know, you keep, you know, taking, you know, a step forward and then two steps back or, or whatever it is. And and you feel like a, you know, you've, you've been failing, like in those moments, like life does not feel good. And so I also want to say like, Hey, like, I'm not, I'm not going to like sit here and pretend that I always am like, yay. Like, you're like, God, you're good. Like in the middle of like a hard season, like sometimes it's like hard to, to like, I don't know, on the days when it's like hard to open your Bible, like, I think that's when like, God like wants to talk to you. And I think God, like, I think what I've learned and like what I've heard from people over the years, and I love this, I can't remember even where I heard it first, but just like, like God wants to talk to you when you're angry. God wants to talk to you when, um, when nothing's like turning out right. Like he wants to talk to you on the good days and he wants to talk to you on the bad days and he wants to hear your frustrations. And like, it's okay to like, to, 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 you know, to just like talk to him. Or even if it's like a, a, you know, just a moment of, of needing to be like, I'm frustrated and I, I don't understand what's going on. Like there's, there's that side of it. And like, I think that even just like encourages me to know, like, God doesn't just always want my like 
hunky dory like happy day like i don't even know that's a saying anymore but like <laughs> the happy day like he wants me he already knows everything he already yeah. knows how i'm feeling and like we 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 pray because like we need to not necessarily not because like god needs us to but like we yeah. pray like for us and to be reminded that like no like god is taking care of me and so i, I think what i would say is like when life isn't good and when life doesn't feel good in a season like with COVID that we're all tired of talking about. And it's like all this craziness and like in a season with like sickness or financial stuff or, or whatever it is, or like, you know, you know, church, like your church family hurt your, whatever it is, like whatever season it is. Um, the reason why God is good um, is because he's with you in that moment. I think that's like what I have to like, remember is like those moments that like I've, like life just does not feel good and I've been struggling and I feel like I've like failed. I like remember that like God like doesn't fail me and like he like his plan for me is so much better than I could imagine. And, and sometimes like the bad stuff happens and also like that's an opportunity for us to like trust him more. And that might sound like, I don't know, just like the easy way out, but I don't think it is. And like, I think like, if you feel like you're struggling with your faith and kind of losing faith or like wondering if God is good, like I would say like try to, you know, go on a journey of like maybe like opening, opening the Bible. And like, if there's a verse that you knew as a kid or a verse that like, you know, someone can tell you or, or you, you know, are, are at a chapter, like even if you read the same verse over and over again for like a week, just like, I don't know, just see what like God could do to like encourage you. Cause I do believe that like his word doesn't return void. And, and I know that like, it's true and good. And so that's why I like, like I have to sing that because sometimes it's hard for me to believe, but I know that it's true because every single time in my life, when I felt like it's like not going well, or I messed up or whatever, like God, like truly like comes through and he's with me. Like my favorite scripture, um, is Joshua 1 9. It's have I not commanded you be strong, and courageous, do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that promise, like, He is with me wherever I go. Um, yeah. I love that and I need that so much because sometimes I'm like, I don't really feel like you're here, but I know you are. Like, literally, wherever we go, He's with us. And that's like the truth that I want to like be grounded in. That's the truth I want to stand on. That's like the solid rock I can stand on is that like He's all that I need and, and He's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that because I think, you know, when you talk about the truth, a lot of times we we forget that God doesn't only want us at our best. God doesn't only want us when we feel at our 100. You know, God wants us literally all the time. And um, I think when we have these feelings and emotions that we experience in these hard times, you know, um, we we kind of sometimes avoid bringing them to the presence of God or we avoid even sometimes praying or opening up the word because we feel like we have to have it all together. We feel like, you know, we're not able to bring these emotions to God and these feelings to him. And the truth is, you know, you may feel angry. The truth is, you know, you may feel anxious and upset and hurt in those moments, you know, but the truth also is that you can bring all of that to him. You know, and yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. It's not easy when you're in the middle of it. And, you know, that's where that truth has to connect with your faith, you know, where you just take that step and in the middle of how you're feeling, in the middle of all of those emotions and feelings, um, you're just still able to bring it to him and trust that he is still good. Yeah. Yeah. No, and just like jumping off that real quick, 
to come back to it. Like, I think something that, that my pastor said to like our church growing up and it's just like stuck with me. Um, he said, as a believer, um, God doesn't promise that life's going to be easy or good all the time. Um, but he does promise he'll be with you. The thing, like, I think sometimes I forget that like life, like, you know, we're just not promised like this easy life. Um, and he said, which I was like, this isn't very encouraging, but it was true. Like he was like, as a believer, you're either in the middle of a hard season, you're just coming out of a hard season, or you're about to walk into a hard season. (laughs) And I was like, okay, but there's like so much truth in that too. But in all of that, like, I'm so thankful that, cause that's like just life in general. And that's like everybody, like we all go through stuff, but like I have God and he's like with me in that. And he's like with me every moment. I just wanted to share that. No, absolutely. And, and on the subject of life, you know, when you speak about your begin beginnings, even at the top of the podcast, um, you were speaking about how singing was always something that was a part of, you know, of who you were, you know, even as a child, it was something that you would do whenever you were given the opportunity to, you know, and you have shared on, on occasions through different media outlets, how you went to a sing, uh, a songwriter conference, songwriting conference, uh, before your junior year of college. And, you know, you speak about how you participated open mic night um, there and how in you seizing that month opportunity that one moment it connected you to Matthew West um, singer songwriter everybody's familiar with him and it opened the door opened the door to you to your first tour along with that came many other blessings that came um, just from that one night and that on one that one opportunity you seized, you know, so from the outside looking in and hearing you speak and, you know, seeing what you do, it definitely does seem like you're someone who's always ready for the task. Someone who's confident, who's like, I'll do it. I'll go out there. Um, and I'll knock it out of the park. <laughs> uh, is that, is that me just making an assumption or is that really true? And is that something that, and if it is true, uh, is that something that only translate to singing and songwriting? Or do you just feel like in general, you're just that person who's always up for the challenge? Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. I don't know that I, I feel that. Like, I think even in that moment of like jumping on stage, I was like shaking. I was literally <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Like I came... It was a weird, it was a weird moment because like they had called like five people up and no one had signed up for it. So, so no one went up to sing and I was sitting there and it's so funny because I, I brought my guitar to the songwriting conference and cause I thought that's what you do at a songwriting conference, but I didn't play guitar <laughs> very well. Like I could not, like I play it better now and I play it live, but like, I just didn't play guitar very well. I maybe knew a few chords and I, but I was like, that's what you do. Right. Well, I did play ukulele and I had just met a gal who brought her ukulele and she had sat next to me and my mom, my mom came with me to this conference. And as we were sitting there, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, what if my name gets called? And I'm kind of sitting there like, I didn't, I just didn't know. Like, I was like, what if, you know, what if my name gets called? That'd be like really cool. But also I was terrified and kind of hoping it wouldn't, but also hoping it would. And, um, and my name got called and I was like, okay, well, I'm not bringing my guitar. So I borrowed that gal's ukulele that I had just met, which again, was just this, like a really cool moment. Like God just like kind of did that, I feel like. And so I went up and, and sang one of my songs, which it was like a worship songwriting conference, but I had written this love song kind of like about my parents. And, and I was like, well, this is a love song, but here it is. And, <laughs> and, I, and I just like started singing and, and I, I truly like love, like I've always loved like being on stage with, which 
I kind of struggled with for a while because I felt like that was something that I was like, well, that's not very like humble or like something that I'm like, that's not, I don't know, like being on stage. But for some reason, like I always love being on stage. I love doing musicals. And then I loved getting to lead people in worship. And like, that was, that was more like what I started to like fall in love with. And I loved songwriting, but, but like getting up, I had done it so much before that I kind of felt like, even though I was like nervous, I like, once I get up and start singing, then I'm usually like, okay, I like, I got this because I've like done it so much before. And I even, but anyways, I came off the stage and I was shaking, but I was like, that was awesome. Um, (laughs) But really, I I still, I, I don't know, like, I think I don't feel confident, but then I do like, I'm like, uh, I, I still am like very, I don't know. I struggle with, with like insecurity and like confidence, but there's also like moments where I know that like I'm in his like calling and I'm like doing what God's like called me to do. Then I, I still have moments of like fear and like, even like anxiety for sure. But then I, and I haven't always, like, I haven't always like stepped up to the task. It's not like every single, you know, but, but I have like been like, well, I guess we're just going to do it and we're just going to try it. You know, we're just going to see. And, and I'm, I'm someone that doesn't like failure either. And I, maybe, maybe I'm not alone in that, but like, I don't like to fail. And so that whole idea of like, sometimes if I don't have a choice and it's just like, well, Leanna Crawford, come on stage. I'm like, okay, well, we're just doing it. It's like better for me than having to think about it. So there's that. <laughs> and, um, you know, you are a part of the Encounter Tour, and you talked about this a little bit earlier. So, I mean, we're talking about getting on stage in front of um, a lot of people. And, you know, like you said, there are times where you're super confident and maybe times you just feel a bit insecure. Um, you know, so you are on this tour. You've, you know, done a few um, a few dates already over the summer, and it continues again in the fall. What is one thing that you have learned so far being on this tour? Oh, uh... I love, it's like the first tour I've ever done with an author. Um, And so it's a very different night in that like Lisa shares and I lead worship and I sing, you know, some of my songs. I sing What You Can't Forget. And uh, I love, it's it's kind of fun because it's like, there's a lot of women in the audience, which is just fun. (laughs) So it's just like a fun night. Um, Not that like guys are great too. Like it'd be fun if everybody (laughs) would just, you know, Lisa's a woman, like I'm a girl, like it kind of draws, you know, the the women. Right, right. It's just like a fun night. Um, I really, I think like, like to do, you know, I'm I'm doing worship in my own music throughout the night. I just felt like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's different than any tour I've done before. And I think just like every time I get on stage, like I can get so caught up in, you know, my set list and trying to remember the words and making sure the transitions are right and making sure like I'm, you know, leading people the right way. And, but like truly, and, and someone told me this a few years ago, a couple of years ago, but talking about the stage as an altar um, and truly like, like my, like, you know, the whole set isn't, isn't about me. Like it's, it's about, it's about, the, you know, it's about Jesus and the kingdom. And, and I, uh, I think sometimes, and I, I feel like I learned this over and over again, but like as an artist, like it's really nice to get feedback <laughs> and, and good, you know, helpful feedback. If like, you know, people are like, you feel like they're into it or, you know, you can tell from the stage, you're like watching. Um, and, and sometimes people are just not, they're maybe not as vocal or they're just a little more reserved. And so it like coming off, coming off the, you know, the stage, 
I can be like, well, I, I don't feel like, you know, the Holy Spirit was really moving tonight or, or whatever. But then it's like those nights, I feel like every time like God reminds me and he's like, like either, either someone comes up and shares a story story or, or somehow I hear, um, you know, from someone that, Hey, like there was someone in the audience that really needed to hear that and was really moved by, you know, by the song or what Lisa said. And it's just like such a good reminder every single time that like, it's really not anything to do with me. It doesn't matter. Like, it's literally just like, it's all like God and it's all up to him. And, and so I think that's like, it's very humbling. Um, but it's, it's been really cool. Lisa's amazing. So I love being on the road with her. Uh, she's a blast. We play, uh, we played sequence a couple of times. Are you guys like board game people? Yes. yes. We, love sequence. we were just talking about this the other day, talking about board games that we actually mentioned sequence. <laughs> you really? We literally yes. was like the first or second night on tour. She was like, okay, you're coming on my bus and we're having a sequence tournament. And I was like, okay. And I think, I think <laughs> we were very excited, but she's like sequence queen. So we're, I'm all about board games, all about it. So uh, it's it's been really sweet. It's been a great tour. I'm excited to get back on the road. Awesome. And you know, sequence is one of those games that at first, if it's your first time playing it, it's it looks intimidating. But once you get into the hang of it and you figure it out and you start building strategies, it's actually a really fun game uh, to get into. So for those listeners that have no idea what sequence <laughs> is, look it up. Purchase yeah. the game. We promise you'll have an awesome uh, family game night yeah. or friends game night. Why not? You know, the a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last month, you posted on Instagram a snippet of the things that you've been doing for the last few summers. I think you even went as far back as 2017. And when you posted um, the little snippet, uh, you made you put like a, a caption, making this video gave me all the feels. So when you have these moments of reflection, you know, walking down memory lane, where does your mind go to immediately? Hmm. Um, I think, I think I am, I, I'm definitely someone that likes to like plan a lot and I'm always like, okay, what's next? Okay. We did this. What's next? And, and I try to, you know, stay in my own lane as much as possible. So I try to stay off, you know, well, I'm on social media, but I'm like, try to try to stay in my own lane, but I'm always like, okay, what's next. And then, and then sometimes I can feel like, well, I'm, I'm too late or like, I didn't, I didn't do this. And, you know, I, I've, I I don't know, like, I, I just, I didn't, you know, make it or I failed or, or whatever it is. Like, I'm just like, always like, what's next, because I got to do the next thing. And, and that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm also like, a reflecting, and remembering what God has done for me, like I like need to remember because I think that's even even going back to like the God is good is like like going back and seeing like okay no like this is so incredibly special and I can get so lost in the moment of what's going on right now or what I want to see happen or what I'm working on that like I forget that like God's been moving you know and and He's been working and so I I'm just like blown away I I found that like. I've always loved, like I said, like being on stage and, and performing and, and doing that whole thing. Um, but, but even like making that, that reels, like going back to 2017, I literally think it was like the last four summers. And then I like did it and I did the math and I was like, I literally did five summers. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that, that's fine. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, but it was really sweet. Cause just like the, to, I don't know, the people that I've gotten to meet and, the stories that I've heard, um, it's just like blown me away. And so I think that's, again, like, 
it, it just like reminds me of, of God's goodness. And I, I like have to look back or I forget, like, I just have such a short memory. Like, I'm like, okay, well that was really cool, but moving on, like, I have to look back or I'll forget <laughs> like all the good stuff he's done. And he really has like been so good to me. And, and, and even though I, I want to know what's next and I'm, you know, right now, like, what am I, what am I doing? I'm like, also like, no, like God's done like some amazing stuff. And I just like, and there's been some hard things in it for sure. And I think there's part of like, that gave me the feels in like a good way and also a bad way. And I've seen like a lot of growth in myself and I'm still working on, still working on a lot of things, but it's, it's definitely been like, okay. Like I see, I see both. I see a lot of joy in those moments. And there's also a lot of like hurt and like, and stuff that like, I didn't even, you know, I can imagine going through, but I'm, but I'm, you know, stronger on the other side and I'm hopefully closer to Jesus on the other side of it. Um, but definitely, it's definitely really important for me to look back. Um, or I would just, you know, I would just be like, okay, on to the next thing, but it's, it's, yeah, I, I love making that video. Awesome. I mean, I think that's something that uh, we we should all be doing, right? Taking time to reflect and think back on those moments. And, you know, like you say, sometimes those moments of, of reflection and looking back uh, causes you to remember things you may not want to remember, right? And may bring back memories that may not be the best. But like you said, you have to trust that you have grown, that you are stronger, that you are in a different place, a better place. And each and every day you're striving to improve. Each and every day you are striving, you know, to be successful and to grow and um, it's all a part of the process you know and you know in thinking about all of this and you know in that post of just seeing all the things that you have done and you know just looking through your music catalog and the and the places you've gone and the people you have met you know um, when it comes to your music when it comes to your ministry when it comes to you Leanna Crawford you know what do you hope comes to the mind of the individuals who see you on tour or the individuals who hear your music or the individuals who may see you on YouTube, right? And may come across your music. What do you hope comes to mind when they see you or hear your music? Um, I think I, I really hope that people are encouraged by that. And I feel like there's so much going on and in the world and on social media and in the news and, and all the stuff that like is, is real stuff. That's, you know, important to, to, you know, to, to see and be aware of, but also like, as far as even just like social media, like wanting to be an encouragement, but also like my songs and with like, with my song mean girls, like, Hey, like words hurt and, and it hurts to like go through something and, and be told, you know, to be made fun of. And, but yet, like, I hope that someone's encouraged by that, knowing that they're not the only one and that there's also like healing in that and that you don't have to like be defined by, by those words. Like you're defined by scripture and then from front to back, like it's literally a love letter to you. And so I, I, I don't know. I, I hope people are encouraged. I hope they feel like when they listen to my songs, they can hear a little bit of their story in it. Um, I think those are my favorite songs is like when someone's sharing their story and I'm like, Oh, I, I get that. Like I relate to that. And I'm like, I love, I'm, I'm so thankful for that song. Like there's so many songs like that and songwriters that, that, um, you know, that I love and that I've listened to. Cause I'm like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm encouraged by that because I also feel like I'm not alone. So I hope, I hope people feel a sense of like, 
hey, I'm not the only one that's gone through this. Um, I think a lot of times we see people on stage, and I know I'm guilty of this, but I look at like pastors and these worship leaders, and I'm like, man, they must have it all together because they're on stage and they're talking and they're singing and they're speaking, and they don't. Um, because like I'm also on stage and I definitely do not have it all together, <laughs> like not even close. And so I hope that like there's a sense of you know there's also a sense of you know responsibility being on stage, but it's also like hey like. I'm just as broken. I'm just like trying to figure it out as much as you are. Um, I'm, I'm doing my thing through music and maybe you're doing your thing through teaching or maybe you're doing your thing as, you know, as a healthcare worker, or, you know, maybe you're encouraging people, um, you know, whatever it is, like as a parent, maybe you're encouraging your children. Maybe you're a businessman, whatever it is, like, a, or a businesswoman. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping that whenever someone, here's here's my music um that they're encouraged and that they maybe can reflect and see a little of themselves in the music and um that that yeah i'm 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 hoping that i, I was i'm thankful for a lot of especially like female artists growing up like francesca battistelli and brit nicole and zoe girl going like way back um <laughs> and like loved all those and and if if i can you know be someone for for you know a young Leanna you know and that that they can look up to and jam out to their music then I love that too so that's that's definitely some some things that I hope people hear when they listen listen yeah and I think that you're definitely on the right track I think a lot of the things that you mentioned are things that I got from listening to your music and following you and seeing what God is doing through you. Um, so I think the important thing is just to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and you'll see how that becomes more and more evident in everything that you do um, for the Lord. So we just want to thank you. We've made it to the end of the podcast. Um, and before we close out, we definitely want to give you the opportunity uh, to share with our listeners where they can find you on social media. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This has been <laughs> awesome. Um, y'all are amazing. You can find me on Instagram at Leanna Crawford Music. And I believe it's the same for TikTok. Um, I think Twitter is like Leanna underscore Crawford. Something like that. Like, it's all like Leanna Crawford. There's not a ton of Leannas. Um, if you get Leanne Rhymes, that is not me. But I'd be honored <laughs> if you thought, you know. But Leanna Crawford. Um, and you'll see my little... Um, yellow picture or no maybe it's blue now i think i changed it but anyways that's and then music just leanna crawford but y'all are amazing thank you so much this is such a neat like such a neat ministry i'll do so thank you so much for having me and let me be a part of it of course thank you so much leanna for being on our podcast today be sure to follow her be sure to download her music stream her music go to her youtube channel and check out all of her music videos and just stay tuned to all of the great things that leanna crawford is up to and all the great things that she will be doing um don't forget to subscribe to our podcast as well hit that subscribe button so you could be notified every time we drop a new episode and uh, you can stay tuned to all of our special guests and um, conversations that we have coming up in the near future. You could also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at God Life Culture Podcast. Yeah. So thank you once again, Leanna, for joining us. Listeners, make sure that you follow Leanna on her social media platforms, that you go to YouTube, you subscribe, whatever music platform you use, whether it be Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever. Look up Leanna Crawford, download her music, and let's support this ministry um, that she's doing 
just a fantastic job with. Um, so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.